Hi guys and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode we are going to be diving into a topic that I think a lot of you guys will get a lot out of and that is four traits of a successful entrepreneur. We are going to be diving into the main traits that separates those who start their entrepreneurial journey and end up fading off or quitting and those who end up turning this into a profitable and successful business. I think that you guys are going to love this episode, so let's just jump into it. Do you wish that you can make money from home to give your family more financial freedom? Are you lacking purpose in your day-to-day routines as a stay-at-home mom? What if I told you that there was a way to have purpose outside of motherhood, build a business you are proud of, make money from home, and be totally present with your family? My name is Jolie Gregerson, stay-at-home mom to three young kiddos, coffee lover, business owner, and coach. And my mission is to help stay-at-home moms craft the foundation for their online business from the ground up they can make money from home in a way that doesn't feel like they're losing time with their kids, which for me was during their nap times. If you're ready to build an online business in a way that allows you to remain a fully present and engaged mom and find purpose beyond motherhood, then this podcast is for you. Whether you're doing dishes, driving in the car, or listening in your small moments of me time, I'm happy to have you here. So grab a coffee and let's jump in. To start off, I just wanted to say that I just launched the Naptime Business Moms Facebook group and I am so excited for it because I really want to create a community of moms who are all like-minded. We are all in this together, building our business during our kids' nap times. It will also be a great place for you guys to ask questions, bounce ideas off of each other, and foster that community aspect that is really important during your entrepreneurial journey. I'm also going to update you guys on when podcast episodes are released, and yeah, it's just going to be great. I'm going to be giving advice, inspiration, all of the things, and you guys can find the link for that in this episode description or my podcast description. So yeah, definitely join. You guys are not going to want to miss out, and I'm super excited to see you guys in there. So to start off this podcast episode, I really wanted to read a review that one of the listeners left. You guys have been so great during this whole launch and left me lots of great reviews and I've gotten such great feedback and it's been such a blessing and encouraging going into this whole journey. So I wanted to read this review and it says, so real, so encouraging. Joe rescues her non-napping newborn (laughs) as she records a podcast about being both a mom and an entrepreneur. How real. If you are a mom with entrepreneurial aspirations, listen in to one who has done it and is doing it. Thank you so much, Lori. I love that review. I love reading your guys' reviews. They seriously make my whole entire day. I just, I mean, there's nothing more encouraging than reading that people are liking what you're putting out. So if you really want to help grow this podcast and help it to reach more people and be more visible, then leave me a review and you could be featured on one of my episodes. Alrighty, let's dive into the episode We are going to be talking about the four traits of a successful entrepreneur and diving right into it. Number one is being an action taker. 
The ones who are most successful in an entrepreneurial journey and building their online business are the ones who take action. No matter how scared you are, no matter how prepared you feel, you're taking action. And this is coming from someone who really struggled with this. Like I said, I've been studying this space since 2018 and for the first few years, I was not an action taker. I kind of had imposter syndrome and I was just studying my butt off every single night, all day, in all of my spare time. <laughs> but I wouldn't actually take action on it. I just felt like I needed to know everything before I actually did take action. And this couldn't be farther from the truth. I have learned so much more taking action. I feel like you just retain it better, you understand it better because you're actually working your way through it. Taking action is, in my opinion, the best way to learn. And when you take action, it also keeps you from falling into analysis paralysis, which is where you're just analyzing if you actually have what it takes or if you have the knowledge or you think that you need to study more in order to do the thing. To where if you actually just take action, you figure out what you don't know. I think that there's a saying that goes, you don't know what you don't know until you figure out you don't know it. <laughs> Which basically just means that you don't know that you don't have the knowledge in an area or that you need to actually look into it more until you actually try doing it. I could study something a ton and then figure out later that I don't actually have all the skills I need in order to do it. But if I would have just taken action right away, I would have figured out way sooner that I didn't have that skill set. So sometimes you can think that you have a lot of knowledge in an area and so you move past it and you don't actually take action on it because you figure you need to know more. But then later on when you try to implement that skill then you realize oh shoot there's a lot that I don't know I need to go figure out this and that and you got to figure out along the way which is going to happen anyway whether you research something as much as you think that you possibly can or you decide to just take action right away as soon as you research something you take action then most likely you're going to have to refine it so it's better to just take action and refine it as you go rather than having to go backwards to try to fill in the pieces that you might have missed. So yeah, trait number one that most successful entrepreneurs have is being an action taker. Now let's dive into trait number two, which is letting go of perfectionism. I definitely know that a lot of us struggle with this. I know that I struggle with this as far as <laughs> thinking that things need to be absolutely perfect before I launch it to the world. And I will say that I have gotten a lot better at this. I used to be the type of person that would spend way too much time working on my website or other parts of my business that I thought had to be picture perfect before I could launch it. And that was one of the things that kept me kind of stuck those beginning years to where I would just research, research, research and try to perfect all the little things and then just stay kind of behind the scenes rather than launching it and tweaking it along the way. 
And you're going to find that all of these kind of play into each other. If you're a perfectionist, you're not going to be an action taker because you're going to get stuck making sure that everything is perfect only to find out later that you want to tweak it anyway or that it doesn't work for your business. So it's better to just take action, not be a perfectionist, and what I call taking messy action. And it's one of the things I really had to get over when I started my podcast because obviously you're doing this in live time. You can't go back and edit every single little thing out. Or if you did, it would take way too much time, which obviously I do not have because I am doing this during my kids' nap times. Or in this case, I started this episode during my kids' nap times. My daughter who is only five weeks old, (laughs) decided she was not going to nap at all in the morning, which usually I would try to get that done when my youngest daughter and my 20-month-old son is napping and try to coordinate those two naps. And then my three-year-old daughter, she's really good at being quiet. These podcasts only take me about 20 minutes and I have a fun activity for her. And so I can do it while she is awake, but... (laughs) My daughter, my youngest daughter, decided she was not going to nap. So I recorded the first part of this podcast um, during my son's nap time and the 10 minutes my youngest was napping. And now I'm finishing it up now that everyone's in bed. So I do not have that much time to record these. And when I do, I'm squeezing it into my time block sections. And honestly, sometimes those time block sections get moved around like today. I had my kids nap times time blocked out to work on this podcast and instead I had to switch the time block to the later part of my day and then kind of just move things around on my schedule. And because this is the reality of my life right now, like I said a lot of times my three-year-old daughter will be out here as I am recording and so sometimes she makes noise I mean she's three years old (laughs) I do not expect her to be as quiet as a mouse all the time although she does pretty good at it so obviously every once in a while you guys will hear her in the background maybe she dropped a toy maybe she shuffled some papers right along my workspace whatever it be usually in my perfectionist days, (laughs) and even still today, obviously I'd rather my sound be perfectly crystal clear with no bangs or any sounds besides my voice, just to keep it high quality for you guys. But if I was stuck in my perfectionism and my perfectionist ways, then that would really bother me. I would try to edit out every little slip up, every little pause I make, every single time I stumble over a word, every time my daughter makes a noise in the background, and it would just take me way too long. I would not be able to keep up with this podcast because not only would I be taking 20 minutes to record the episodes, I would also probably take way too long to edit the episodes, and then I would just start falling behind. It just wouldn't be sustainable for me, but I edit as I go, <laughs> and I also don't edit that much out. I do a lot of this on the fly as quick as I can because obviously nap times are unpredictable, and I keep moving forward. I just decided I need to be okay with the slip-ups and that that's just real life. And you know what? Sometimes your audience relates more (laughs) to real life examples. I know a lot of my audience is stay-at-home moms or moms with kids that are building their online business. And 
their life is messy too. I do not think that you can have young kids <laughs> and be building a business and doing all of the other mom duties and not have life seem overwhelming and messy sometimes. And so they know that that's the reality of it. I know that that's the reality of my life. And so I decided I need to let go of the perfectionism, take messy action, and tweak it along the way. Okay, so jumping into the third trait of successful entrepreneurs, and that is being consistent even when you aren't seeing rapid growth or rapid results. I know that I have fallen victim to this, and I know this is going to be a struggle for a lot of entrepreneurs, and maybe you already are on your business journey and you already struggle with this, but you have got to be consistent and chip away even when you're getting nothing from it or not seeing rapid results. This is especially true when you are trying to build your audience. So obviously, if you are building an online business, you have to have an audience to sell to people. There are so many different avenues that you can go down. So whatever is your preferred avenue, and maybe I'll do an entire episode on this in the future, but you have to stick with it. Whether it be Instagram, you can't just post four posts and not get any likes and follows and be like, well, this doesn't work. I'm jumping to the next thing. And I guess you could do that, but that is why a lot of entrepreneurs end up dabbling in a lot of different platforms and not just focusing on one and so instead of being masters on like one or two platforms they're just mediocre in a bunch because they kind of get shiny object syndrome which is really common in the entrepreneurial space and this also goes for maybe you have your business outlined and you know what you're going to be going into. Maybe you go as far as creating a product for it and trying to sell it and not selling it right away and just assuming that it's a dead business and that your idea wasn't good enough. And then so, ooh, you get shiny object syndrome over here and you decide to jump over to another thing, totally abandoning all of that hard work you put in, this is also a really common thing, and it just does not serve you <laughs> to where if you're just consistent and you try to tweak it and figure out maybe it was just my messaging that was bad, or maybe I need to put into this more and focus on that other thing less. Like There's ways that you can tweak your business plan without totally ditching it, and that's all part of being consistent, that consistency factor. Whether you're trying to grow an email list or grow your following on Instagram or get more people into your Facebook group, whatever your avenue is, you need to focus on it and try to be a master in it and not give up even when you're not seeing rapid growth or changes. And that just goes along with having that mindset of thinking of your journey as exactly that. It's going to be a long journey. It's not going to be a sprint. And I think a lot of people want that instant gratification and they want it to be a sprint. And that's just not the reality of it. You need to prepare for the long run. So when you are growing your business, you need to think, is this going to serve me in the long run? Don't think of the short instant gratification. Think of is this going to help grow my business to where I want it to be, even if it's going to take longer? 
For example, when I decided to dive into podcasting, it was because I knew it was long form content and that it would benefit my business in the long run. But it's not one of those things like, you know, if you jump on TikTok, you could have a video go viral and gain 50,000 followers overnight. And that's why people are really trying to grow their businesses there. But then the drawback to that is that their TikTok is now not on the mainstream because on social medias, then your content only stays up for a certain amount of time, usually about 24 hours, sometimes less. (laughs) So now your viral TikTok is in the back burner of the algorithm. Whereas if you have a long form content like a podcast, then people are always accessible to it. It's SEO driven rather than algorithm driven. And I just, I just really loved the idea of it for a long-term plan for my business. And obviously podcasting is not for everyone. So I'm not saying that you need to start a podcast, but whatever your venture, you need to be consistent. So maybe Instagram is your thing and you know that you want to grow your business on Instagram and people can build some big audiences on Instagram. So it's awesome for that. Then I would recommend finding an expert and learning as much as you can from them and doing it right. I know a lot of those guys that grow their social medias into these huge platforms are extremely consistent. Like they post every single day, sometimes multiple times a day and at a certain time of day, like there's so much that goes into it. They're not just throwing up posts, you know, once a week and having it go viral and gaining 20,000 followers. Like it is a full-time job and you need to put in the effort in all parts of your business, whether it be learning from mentors or, you know, crafting your business or growing your audience or working on your offers, whatever it is, consistency is key. And that's one of the key traits to successful entrepreneurs. Okay. So trait number four of successful entrepreneur is that they prioritize value over money. And what do I mean by this? I mean that they value serving their audience and giving their audience results and really just helping the people in their target audience over making money. And I know you're thinking, well, the reason we're here is because we want to learn how to make money. So obviously that's a big part of it. And yes, yes, it is. No one goes into building a business not thinking about the money side of things. But if you are so focused on making a penny that you're throwing out content just to throw it out, hoping to make a dime, then you are not going to get very far. People are going to see through that. People are not going to be impressed and resonate with what you offer. And they're not going to become return customers. They're not going to become your biggest fans. They're not going to become someone who spreads the word about your brand and organic brand awareness for you. Your brand just isn't going to flourish as much as it would if your main focus is to provide extreme value. Like obviously when I dive into my business ventures, then I think about the profit. Like I think about if it's a marketable niche, if it's a 
lucrative niche and if I can make money in it. And there's market research that you do just to make sure that you're not giving your all to this business that just can't make you money. So yes, you have to think about the financial side of it. You need to make sure that all of your efforts are going in the right direction and that you're not wasting your time. But once as you have that clarity, then your focus is providing as much value as you can and solving a problem for your target audience. And like my focus is to build a super good brand. Like I want naptime business moms for people to be like, oh my gosh, I took her course and I got so much value. She totally shaped the foundation for my business. She gave me so much clarity. She has helped me grow my business to what it is now and just build up my brand reputation. And that is one of my biggest focuses with this podcast, with everything I'm doing is to give my business the best name that I possibly can And that's my focus. I know that if I build this brand to what I know I can, then the profit is going to come. Your efforts are going to be paid out because people are going to become your biggest fans, your true fans, your super fans, and they're going to spread the word about you to help grow your brand. And they're going to love what you have to offer. So no matter where you're at in your business journey, your focus should be, how am I going to create the most value for my audience that I possibly can? How am I going to make people my super fans? How am I going to build my business and my brand into something that people just love and that is known for giving quality content and not just focusing about the money? So yeah, we all want to make money, But focus on the value and your business is going to go places that you've never even dreamed of before. (laughs) And I really, really believe that. I hope that you guys enjoyed these four traits of successful entrepreneurs. My mission on this podcast is to give you guys the mindset and all of the advantages when you're building your own online business. So I hope that you guys enjoy episodes like this because there's going to be a lot more in the future. And on that note, I am way past my bedtime because who knows when my newborn is going to wake up. So I am out of here. Thanks, guys. Okay, you guys, that's it for this episode. I hope you got some sort of value today that you can either apply to your business or your life as a busy mom. The biggest way you can show your support for my show is to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. Also, sharing this podcast with another mom who might want to start her own online business during her kids' nap times. I really appreciate each one of you that are spreading the word about my show as it helps me to grow, reach, and help more stay-at-home moms build a business and bless their family. I'll see you guys in the next episode.